according to IoT Analytics, the current business sentiment for companies in digital and IoT remains predominantly positive. There is a widespread acknowledgement that COVID-19 had an overall positive effect on the accelerated adoption of IoT technologies. Now, IoT Analytics also reports record levels of BC investments for IoT firms, including acquisitions in the areas of AI and analytics. It is anticipated that despite headwinds like rising inflation and prolonged supply chain disruptions, overall sentiment will continue to be positive as the numbers of connected devices reach 14.4 billion by the end of 2022. With this growth, we can expect more targeted and perhaps creative ways of attacking both producers, enterprise slash consumers of IoT devices in the years ahead. To give us an update on the state of security for IoT devices in Asia, we are joined by Satyajit Sinha, Principal Analyst for IoT Analytics. Satyajit, welcome to Podchats for Future IoT. Thanks, Alan. Can you give us a state of the security of IoT devices in the context of Asia? If you to understand the security aspect of current technology, we need to take a step back and understand that how we have perceived the security from from very long time. So traditionally, we have focused on security from a software aspect only or max to max. We have reached to the network security. We have never seen the security from a device aspect and IoT demands at various different requirements of security. It requires authentication, authorization, identification. And these three requirements were not there before in the era of PCs and laptops, which were dominated that time. With introduction of IoT devices, you need these kinds of security. In the current state, most of the devices are secured through only software security, which is not adequate, which makes them vulnerable to different attacks, like malware attacks, DDoS attacks. And we have seen in the past that how these devices have been targeted for uh, different attacks and ransomware attacks in, in recently. So yes, there are solutions for these vulnerabilities. And yes, we had to acknowledge the problem which is uh, exists in the industry. And we have also seen a lot of development happening from a security side. It's not that everything is vulnerable. Uh, we have seen a lot of development happening in the security side. People are implementing security in the devices and things are getting better. And I think the more we create awareness about the security in the IoT devices, the more things are going to go better in future. How adequately do you think current IoT ecosystems in terms of security, how adequately secure are these, particularly for unmanned IoT devices, the types that you see in factories, in you see in buildings where the air conditioning or heating elements, how secure are these things? At the basic level of IoT devices, which are just bare-borne sensors and, and embedded with MCUs and everything, which is doesn't have that much capability to hold a greater level of security because of the power constraint. So for those devices, security will always be a challenge. However, if those devices are connected to your gateway or router, if those devices, router and gateway, are secure from a hardware perspective, it will be able to secure the ecosystem of within that. So currently, yes, they are not secured. These devices, small devices are not secured. Unmanned devices are not secured. However, the solution is there, as I explained. If you're able to secure the gateway, you're able to secure the touch point of the network, you will easily able to secure the end nodes and end points of, of those IoT ecosystems. 
are concerns around IoT security justified? And to a certain degree, the, the things that happened in the US, the JBS hacking, these are all indicative that they are not really secure. What, what's wrong with us? I mean, we know that they are vulnerable, critical systems especially are vulnerable, and we implement advanced technologies to make them better, I think, yeah. with IoT, but at yeah, the same time, we're not really looking at security aspects. Why is that? Actually, the, we are looking IoT from a very different perspective. So people are thinking that, as you said, that uh, autonomous driving and intelligent devices. So we will secure that. People are focusing on securing where the devices which are generating a lot more data because those de devices are creating a data a critical data. So investing on where the data is critical, people are thinking is a safe option, but it's actually it's not. So let me give you an example why I'm saying that you need to secure every devices, not just selected devices. To illustrate this point, let's say you have a thermostat in your home. Thermostat uh, has the job, have nothing to do, uh, provide any critical data to you, and you will say, I don't require to secure that because it's not gonna, uh, even someone hacks it, it's nothing gonna change, uh, affects me, right? Because it's not the data is important. However, if you don't understand that your thermostat is actually linked to your home gateway. If someone hacks your thermostat as you have not secured it, they will find a back channel to get a network point to your gateway and once you're able to crack the gateway they're able to hack your network all that other devices which are connected to the gateway as well so it's not just important to secure the major devices but also in this home scenario in the consumer scenario you need to secure even on those devices which are not even creating a major data but they need to have a standalone security rather than security dependent upon the just gateway in the industrial area it makes sense but from the home area home and consumer aspect you need to secure those small devices as well if you look at today with all the developments in, in, in innovations around not just IoT, but even the software side for security software, for example, what is that strategy that will enable enterprises to actually secure IoT? Just to understand this question, we need to understand that the IoT security or the vulnerabilities or the hacking that is happening, it's not just a technical glitch, it's actually a business side. We need to understand from a hacker perspective, from a vulnerability perspective, it's a business. A hackers will not invest their time and money on the devices which have multiple layers. They will invest time and money on where there are not that much level of security. So if you understand this, that it's a business from their side, we need to understand this now. The best strategy is to implement multiple layer security. How we can implement multiple layer security is like implementing hardware security, software, network, and cloud. And on top of that, connecting each of these four layer into each other, creating end-to-end -end security or we call chip to cloud security. How we can do that? The basic, we have a lot of success stories. We can talk about that. One of them is basically embedding a key within or creating a secure MCU called secure element within your chip and then creating asymmetric encryption from chip to cloud. Not only just chip players, basically hardware players are involved. The cloud players are also involved. They are providing the embedded OS to have a smooth onboarding and key provisioning as well. One of the key examples of this success stories is Microsoft Azure chip to cloud security. They implemented security at the chip level and then created an asymmetric encryption so to have a chip to cloud security. We have other success stories from different companies like Intrinsic ID. They have a puff, physical unclombable functions. We have Rambus for also source a secure element. I think one of the key strategies I have seen in this industry that is successful and can be scalable as well. What would you say are the challenges or roadblocks for these companies to secure IoT end to end? 
the two of the major challenges will be the first having a right policy and regulations that is from the government side need to do if you look at the past before gdpr the industry sentiment from privacy and policy were very different there are a lot of cases where the privacy and policy were hampered after gdpr we have started to seeing the change in the market consumer electronics having a different policies right now and also implementation of iot devices having a good policies on the paper will give these oems to a right direction to how to implement the security so i think the first and foremost challenge is to have a right policies and regulations from a government side to give a path to the oems what is the right path so second will be the industry sentiment treating a security as an extra cost will actually incur burden in a long term security yes demands an extra prices on the top of your devices but we need to understand is that if we don't pay right now for the extra secure element chip we will pay some some out in future for the ransomware attack as i said these devices are not for one year or two years the iot devices have a, a lifespan of 10 to 15 years so you are not investing for just for two years you're investing for 10 to 15 years for, on this technology the third i would say is a technical issue that is still industry is trying to overcome which is like device provisioning and key management services for chip to cloud security it's actually the difficult part the easy part is to embed a chip uh, security in the hardware the difficult part is to manage that security and manage that key from a cloud perspective from a microsoft it was easy because so microsoft is a big organization they can control and manage their keys within the devices for different companies it will be not that easy to do that because right now i'm using a microsoft azure today maybe i'm using aws so we need to change the asymmetric encryption from azure AWS and so switching between these two services i may get hamper the security of the device so this is the device provisioning and key management services is i would say is one of the major roadblocks right now i think but yes there is a solution and people are working on this solution so i think this roadblock can be overcome in near future but the policies and the industry sentiment will take time one of the things that in recent times with iot becoming a bit more visible to enterprises as a as an application as a technology it's actually the issue of traditional it security versus iot security can you cite the differences and similarities if there is any similarities between the two yeah like uh, similarity is the accountability on of each and every level uh, so that is a similarity we would say that in it level there are different levels of security within the software level itself you have application layer a different level of security and you have accountability of within each thing and same goes to the I- iot as well have accountability at the oem level at the you have platform level at the cloud level you have the accountability that that is a similar thing something which is not similar and it is new for the it industry to manage an iot iot security is that you have not one single application to manage you have multiple applications it's not the it is where depending upon a cut to cut a to z work and it's it was very uh, simple and organized in iot you have numerous numbers of uh, standards your numerous numbers of player coming with their own solution so there is no standardization in the industry right now so to manage that security you need to have some sort of blueprint to do that and as i said you cannot expect the industry to focus only on software security or application level security on only network level security to manage everything you need to have all four layers working with each other 
have a synchronization within the IoT industry and also to customize the security based on the application as well. So for example, the automotive security will need to have an extra level of security because it's autonomous driving. If someone hacks your car, it's much more danger than the, and, and hacking your thermostat, right? So you need to have understanding this. Some sort of security will have an extra level. You can add an AI level security as well, which is go beyond that these four levels. You can have a blockchain level management system to make the security much more stronger. The more you strengthen your security, the chances of getting attacked is very less now. Technology continues to evolve, right? Right now, one of the emerging technologies that people are talking about is quantum computing, right? How much is post-quantum security relevant for us today? And if it's not, then what can we look forward to in the near future? Yeah, that's a very interesting question. In 2019, I think Google announced the quantum supremacy, right? And let's say, for example, in 10 years, we will get quantum computing chip on the market. And and we know that if any chips come to the market, it doesn't take that much time to get in the hands of a hacker. If these chips are available in the market in 10, 15 years, and all the IoT devices right now, which you're implementing, will have a lifespan of 10, 15 years, then all the encryption right now we are uh, implementing, all the security even we are implementing, will not be able to stand in front of that quantum computing chip. It means that some point of time, all the security which you are even you are implementing right now will not be capable of. Hence, IoT devices need to have future security. Like it need to be de in design from a future perspective. So you can have a different level of security which is already available right now. You have quantum random number generators which you can embed with your secure element. So you have an extra level of security for the quantum computing aspect. Instead of asymmetric encryptions, you can go to the symmetric encryptions now because the basic difference is that the key, the, one of the private keys need to go out. In the symmetric encryption, there is no key that's going out. So there are different ways to secure it but yes the, uh, in the industry there are two biggest you can say sites are right now one is saying yes quantum computing is gonna impact on the IoT devices and someone and some some of saying no it's very distant we should not uh, focus on right now we will take care of in future and I agree both of them I will not going to disagree but I would say it's better be prepared much before right now, which you can. It's not that you cannot be prepared. You can easily prepare for the future, right? So if you can, I think we should do it. It doesn't mean you are adding any extra cost on that. It's the same level of security, applying security, but just add a quantum level security. Satyajit, thank you for joining us on Podjets for Future IoT. Thank you, Alan. That was Satyajit Sinha, Principal Analyst for IoT Analytics on the topic of securing IoT in the future. You are listening into Podchats for Future IoT. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future IoT. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future IoT. Bye for now.